those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Good morning, you Bad Beats podcast lovers. Again, I don't know if you're a Cowboys fan, guy, girl, whatever. We're not discriminating. That's not what we do here. We got a ton of stuff to get into. It's me and Spaz. We're in the lab right now. We're cooking up some locks for you guys. But we, we got to talk about the first thing that's on everyone's mind. And we fucked up. We fucked up a little bit. We took Illinois to win this whole thing. And you know what? I'm a little bit ashamed of myself. I want to pass this off to you, Spaz, and tell me what you think. You know, what happened? I mean, what happened to us? What happened to this tournament? We got fucked. It's not just what happened to us. It's what happened to America. And I think there's one person to blame. And it's not necessarily a person, but it's a Big Ten conference. I mean, can you get more of a choke job? Everyone coming into this tournament thought the Pac-12 was the worst power five and the Big Ten was the best. But it seems like it's opposites. Yeah, it's been it's been a pretty weird year, I have to admit. I mean, we still got Michigan hanging around. Um, there's someone else in there too, isn't there? Or is it just Michigan? No, uh, uh, maybe it is. I'm fucking high. I don't know. Because I was looking yesterday, and then obviously they had a bunch of games to play yesterday. I know Maryland was playing. They got fucking whomped. Um, Wait, and I can, actually had. Can we address? I'm sorry, to cut you off. Can we address that yesterday was the worst dog shit slate of all time? Yeah, and it, it was on a Monday, too. What the fuck is it doing on a Monday? People had to work. Obviously, not us. We don't work. We're fucking degenerates. We just bet our, all of our fucking money away. But regardless, the people that do work, how are you going to watch these games? You know, we had a lot of people hit us up, say, hey, what's going on with the games? We can't watch, blah, blah, blah. Do you know why this thing was even on a Monday? Normally, it's it's uh, Thursday through Sunday. I don't know why they switched it up. Yeah, I think it was just because of COVID. They had to get a couple extra days to make sure the players were all tested, but that's another beef I have. I want to address that right now because VCU, not only did they get fucked, but it's some bullshit that Oregon advanced because the NCAA had a plan in place in, ca in case a team like VCU got COVID, they had four extra teams, including Louisville and a few others. But when it came down to it and VCU got COVID, none of those four teams were able to replace them. And I think America got snubbed of the game. Yeah, America got screwed there. And not only that, but let's let's just call it what it is. Iowa got screwed here as well. You know, you have a team like Oregon, who's a pretty okay team, to say the least. They're not great. They're not terrible. But, you know, they don't even play a game in the first round. They're coming off like a month of rest. And, of course, they come in, they play Iowa. Iowa, everyone knows they have terrible defense. By the way, we took the under. We got absolutely sister jeaned on that one. And, um, again, it was just – it was bullshit. Iowa gets snubbed. My bracket gets snubbed. And like you were saying, I mean, they like they had all these backup teams. Whatever happened to that? So I don't really know. I'm not I'm not here to speculate on that. I think maybe the fix was indeed in. Maybe someone was planted in the VCU locker room. Maybe he didn't even have COVID. We don't know. We're not going to speculate on that. We'll let you guys do your research into that. But I want to jump into things. We're kind of all over the place. I think maybe it's because we're a little ashamed of, you know, the, the takes that we had before the tournament went in. But, you know, kind of talk to me about some of the biggest upsets that you saw in the tournament in the first two rounds. I really liked that Ohio team beating Virginia. I thought the Bobcats were special. I actually kind of expected them, for whatever delusional reason, to beat Creighton. <laughs> uh, my all-time favorite, and it's just America's favorite, is Oral Roberts. America wants more Oral. And I think that's, that's true. plain and simple. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Oral could 
overcome Arkansas. I don't think so. I got Arkansas going all the way. But those are uh, my two favorite upsets. How about you? Yeah, and there was a couple here in the first round. The first round specifically, you know, again, I love Virginia going down. They're the funniest team in the world to watch. You know, they either go down in the first round. Everyone knows the one with the, you know, the infamous one seed story when they went down. Um, the next year, they go ahead and they win the whole damn thing. And then this year, again, they get upset in the first round. So Virginia is just one of those teams. If they if they make it past the first round, their odds to win the ter- the championship, you know, drastically increase. So if they ever get out of the first round, hammer Virginia. But obviously they couldn't do it this year. But the big one, too, was Oregon State. A lot of people called me out on this one. They said Oregon State's a bum-ass team. They, their coach is a bum. You know, all this shit. And I, I said, I said, they're going to beat, first of all, they're going to beat Tennessee and I could easily see them getting into the sweet 16. And this sets us up for a possible oral beaver matchup. You know, America wants the oral beaver matchup. Do you think this is going to happen? I think it could happen, but Arkansas is just a spectacular team. I do believe the beavers can get it done, but as far as oral, it's going to be a, uh, different situation one thing that sister jean does not want to see is a beaver especially with her herpes <laughs> case so that's going to be an interesting matchup and uh, i just need to say this now while we're talking about it we need to apologize about syracuse because boy were we wrong this yeah. dog we thought this team was dog shit and i have a prediction i'm just going to say now i think they beat houston i've watched a lot of houston games as i am a memphis tigers fan full disclosure and this houston team is honestly dog shit this team is not going to win. I think Syracuse has momentum. America's all over Buddy Boheim. They're calling him Buddy Buckets. They're saying he's the next Steph Curry. They're saying he's a lottery pick. I think this Syracuse team is special. Yeah, and also, too, you know, when you think of Boheim and, you know, possibly a sister-Gene matchup down the road here, you know, I don't have my bracket pulled up. I don't know when they would possibly meet, but there's a possible love interest there. You know, maybe – Maybe Sister Jean flashes, buddy. I, you know, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. But they are close in age. I think they're probably both about 400 years old. And so I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a love interest going on there. So I'd love to see that matchup. Um, one thing that I wanted to address, you know, all the picks that we got incorrect. Yeah, obviously the Syracuse one. I'm going to come clean on. I thought they didn't even deserve to be in the tournament. Obviously, I look like an idiot now. But you called Texas going down. I mean, you you said from the get go, Texas is a bum. Horns down. You may be the worst team in all of college basketball. You actually said that, and you were right. You were dead right. You know, what What really struck you to kind of call this one out? There's several things. One, when you're in college, most people play zone. And uh, they the way they go about it is they get so tired in the first 10 minutes where the rest of the game, they're out of gas. They don't have a bench. Greg Brown, the number two overall recruit who uh, went to Texas, is a bum. This man cannot deliver. And I think that Abilene team just had a lot to do with the in-state rivalry. And I think they're more hungry and the hungry dog runs faster. Yep, absolutely. And obviously that's what happened. And then they got absolutely stepped on in the second round. Couldn't make it to the sweet 16. Couldn't pour, pull the oral. Speaking of, we have breaking news here on the podcast. I'm looking on the Twitter feed. We have Oral Roberts basketball, men's basketball Twitter account has officially been verified. Oh, I don't let's know. How, I don't know how they weren't verified beforehand. But they're officially verified now. I guess that's all it takes. Just get to the Sweet 16 and you get verified. So they're officially verified as of 53 minutes ago. There's uh, something weird about Oral. Not a lot of people know is they are an extremely religious school. They have the strictest policies in the nation. This is actual facts. You cannot hold hands on campus. You can't kiss anyone on the cheek. If you are seen with alcohol, 
you get expelled from the campus. There's a lot of crazy rules, but America's really rallying behind Oral. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's a good thing. You know, America, they needed something to get behind. We needed something to finally get behind. You know, we have two sides to COVID. We have two sides of politics, you know, just everything else in life. So it's nice that everyone loves Oral. And I think, you know, we're going to see them. I actually, I, I like them go to the final four, but we're going to get that in a second. Um, I wanted to just ask you your favorite Sweet 16 matchups. That's a good question. And uh, is there anything better than just watching all the games all weekend, as I know we both did? Uh, the slates did seem to kind of go on the decline. Maybe that's just because there's so many upsets and there's blowouts. But as far as my favorite matchups, I really like the Houston-Syracuse matchup. I'm calling it now. Syracuse is winning. And my all-time favorite is Arkansas or Roberts because I have Arkansas at this point either winning it all or at least getting into the natty. So that's going to be a very interesting game. Yep, absolutely. I, I definitely I had Oral Roberts, Arkansas. I actually think Oral Roberts is going to dominate that game. I believe the line opened up at minus 11 for Arkansas. Uh, you know what it is. I'm hammering Oral. I love Oral here. Uh, you know, I just love Oral. And so I think Oral is going to pull away with this one. But the other one, too, is just the Oregon State and Loyola matchup. Uh, you know, this is a really interesting one to me because, again, we have the Beavers with going up against Sister Jean. I mean, I, I couldn't even name you a single player on that team. Other than that, big, goofy-looking dude. I don't even know his name, but that guy is a walking cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, and, Farva. Yep, Farva, whatever the hell his last name. I don't, you know, I don't even know what that guy, where he came from. There's no chance he's American. But anyways, I, I'm super excited to see that matchup. I'm just excited to see Sister Jean hopefully lose. I mean, I, is it just me? Maybe because I've lost my ass on Loyal Chicago this, this uh, tournament. But I'm just sick of her. I'm sick of seeing her. I, I just, you know, I, I'm not going to wish anything ill upon her, but, I am. Uh, you know, I just, I'm done. I'm done seeing her. I, I'm done seeing her. You know, they made their sweet 16. The fun's over. I don't even know if she would, if, you know, if they ended up making it to the final four again, I don't know that she'd make it. I, I mean, are we sure that she's going to be able to not only make it down there, but just, you know, be around. I, she's, she's 102 years old and she, she did not look well. I mean, let's call it what it is. She did not look well. She had her mask on. And I think she's actually one of the people who thinks COVID is fake. But anyways, that's a story for a different day. But I, what do you? Who do you think is going to take away in that that Oregon State Loyola matchup? I think that one could go either way. I I can guarantee you right now this is the pick of the week that Oregon State is going to cover. As far as win, I think it is a coin flip, especially with that Officer Farver from Super Troopers guy on Loyola. I think he <laughs> could uh, dominate. But I definitely have Oregon State to cover. Now let me ask you a question. What is going to be the next one seed to lose? And I'm calling it now. It's going to be Michigan. I got Florida State over Michigan. Yeah, see, that's an interesting one. We got – so there's Michigan and Gonzaga, right? We Well, we still have Baylor. Oh, man. So uh, looking at Michigan's schedule, and I actually have – and we'll jump into it in our next little segment here, but I have Michigan in the Final Four, so I don't think it's going to be them. You know, Gonzaga, they, they played okay in that game against Oklahoma. They kind of got bailed out a little bit from the refs. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Baylor. I'm gonna say Baylor's going down next, then Gonzaga, Gonzaga, however you guys want to pronounce it. Now you guys have been clowning me all week for saying it incorrectly, but uh, I think Michigan, they're gonna again cupcake schedule, Florida State, they're not very good. I like Michigan to go to the final four. But I, what do you think? You said you got Michigan going down next? Yeah, I do. I'm a believer in this Florida State team. I think the way they've been playing, they blew out Colorado, which that's not really necessarily a trophy but the Pac-12 you know kind of came out of nowhere so to see the Florida State team who has a weak ACC conference 
just kind of take over that team. I think they're going to ride that momentum. And keep in mind, Michigan could have lost that game to LSU the entire game. They just kind of pulled away at the end. Yeah, no, they definitely did. Uh, you got to remember, obviously, they're without livers probably for the remainder of the tournament. So I don't think they're going to win it this year. And so, again, I kind of want to jump in the next thing here, which is which is the final four. You know, I'm going to tell you my final four and it's going to be Oregon, Michigan, Houston and Oral Roberts. And people are going to clown me, but I'm telling you guys, it is it's oral. It's oral time. It's time to get around this team. They, they got the check mark. I mean, everything is going this team's way right now. I have them in the final four. And I know you're, you're clowning me already in your head for the Houston pick. I just anything in my head that I think is going to happen, I go the exact opposite now. That's how the first two rounds have been. So anything in my head that I think is going to happen, I completely fade myself. So, again, I got Oregon, Michigan, Houston, and Oral Roberts. What about you? Yeah, I'm giving USC the nod over Oregon just because of the way they simply dominated Kansas. And I know Kansas isn't as good as they normally have been, and I do believe Oregon's a strong team. But I got USC, Florida State, Arkansas and fuck it, herpes, bitch, Loyola. Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, like I said, Loyola is just one of those teams. They just seem to be there. They just seem to be playing good. But, again, I hate them. But I could see it happen. Again, crazy year. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? I mean, is this, this, honestly, is this the craziest year we've had in in March Madness history? Yeah, because every single person from analyst to the casual fan all year was saying this is going to be chalk all the way. This is the most chalk year. And it seems like we had the most upsets ever. Yeah, no, totally agree. And I, I don't know who, who would ever say it's going to be chalk all year. We would never say something like that. I mean, that something like that would never come out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be chalk. But um, no, that's a complete joke. We said it was going to be chalk all year as well. But craziest year for sure. Let me ask you a question here. Do you think it was better than last year so far? Oh, yeah. I mean, anything was better than last year's, but I'm just excited to see if someone can beat George Mason's record for the highest seed, or I guess lowest seed, however you want to phrase it, to make a Final Four. Yeah, and they were what? What was their seed? Because I remember that was an 06. What was their seeding that they were, year? They were an 11 seed. Oh, so 11 seed. Yeah, so there are a lot of a lot of teams could possibly make that run again. Oral. The Beavers. It's going to be an interesting finish here. Hopefully, we got a good matchup for the championship game. We'll see. But again, kind of shifting away from from basketball here. Oh, I guess college basketball a little bit. Um, you know, talk to me a little about what's going on with the NBA. It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit with any of that NBA drama. I'm sure there's something. So, kind of give me a quick little rundown of the NBA right now. Yeah. So ESPN is going to have to kill themselves because now that LeBron and Lamelo <laughs> Ball are out for the season, they don't have any content. But uh, LaMelo Ball out for the season, so Rookie of the Year is probably going to go to Anthony Edwards as James Wiseman has been on the decline. LeBron is still hurt. Joel Embiid still hurt. And Sixers fans, I hear your complaints about Joel Embiid, but trust me, the regular season does not matter. I know that's my catchphrase, but it's serious. Just let Embiid come back healthy because Doc Rivers knows what he's doing. I think the guy's a boob, but he at least is smart enough to – not rush and beat back. I think the Sixers are going to be fine. And then uh, there was a couple of trades that were presented. Notably, Sadiq Bay from Detroit was proposed a trade. Detroit proposed a trade to the Sacramento Kings, Sadiq Bay for Marvin Bagley. And that trade got turned down, which uh, that is just beyond ridiculous because Marvin Bagley has way more upside. And then we got some drama with Kyrie Irving. I know it's always drama with this guy, but he is taken off for the next five days for quote-unquote family matters, but it's just kind of ironic because his birthday is a day. So if you want to take off for your birthday, wow. just say that. 
Yeah, just say it. I mean, I don't know how uh, the rules work in the NBA, but I mean, I'm sure you could just come up with at least something. Say, hey, you know, it's my birthday. I'm turning the fuck up. We've been in lockdown forever. I'm going crazy. But yeah, I, I mean, the whole thing with LeBron, from what I heard, and again, I could be way off on this, but it was a, a high ankle sprain, right? Why is this guy out for an extended period of time? Is just because he's an old man now? Well, I mean, age is definitely a factor and he wants to get that longevity. So he's probably just doing load management, just doing what's best for his long-term career. Lakers fans should not be worried. And the last NBA story we have, which if this happens, you just you need to put your mortgage on the Nets. The Nets are looking to acquire Norman Powell from the Raptors. And if that happens, I as much as I hate the Warriors when they had the super team bullshit, no one can say anything about the Nets because the Nets are doing exactly what the Warriors did. They are building a super team that we've never seen before. If they get Andre Drummond and Norman Powell, Nets are guaranteed going to win the finals in four or five games. Yeah, I think what well, it's the KD effect, right? Everyone says, oh, KD is one of the greatest players of all time. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Why can't he win himself? I mean, you just got to ask yourself that. He always is recruiting top players in the NBA. And again, NBA is definitely not my forte, but every time I see this guy play, he's on a loaded-ass team. As for when I first heard that he was going to the Nets, I'm like, what the hell? That's, that's not really a good fit for KD because he's not surrounded by an entire cast of All-Stars. And then sure enough, you know, you know we, we all know what happens next, but – it's crazy. I think, again, maybe the Nets win this thing. Maybe they don't. You know, we've been high on the Lakers all year. And again, I said Lakers. And as, as all the listeners know, I'm, I'm undefeated. I've never gotten a professional championship wrong this year. So, again, I'm not here to boast. But you I, got it I wrong undefeated. with Illinois, but I guess it's nope. not professional. No, no, no. It's college. It's college. I guess you could consider it uh, professional, but it, college, I, I don't fuck with college like that but again I'm, I'm undefeated I've n- I'm never wrong so again I'm staying with the Lakers here but one thing that I did kind of want to shift over to real quickly we won't go too much into it because we still got time before the tournament and I know one of our listeners has been hounding us just to kind of throw out some dark horse odds for the Masters and boy oh boy did I do some research for this one so we obviously have you know the DJs of the world the Rory's of the world at plus 600 plus a thousand that's stupid. That's not fun. We're talking dark horses. And so I was looking down the list and what was so weird to me, and I know he's had an off year, but we have Ricky Fowler sitting here at plus 6,600. Again, that is insane value for a guy like Ricky. Again, I know he's had a terrible year. Actually, I don't know if he's even uh, a lock to even play in this tournament. If he is though, plus 6,600 right now, I like those odds. Again, Phil Mickelson too, the old man, plus 8,000. And then Francesco Molinari, everyone knows his battle with Tiger Woods a couple years back when Tiger won, sitting at plus 8,002. But the big one in the darkest of dark horses, and hear me out here, hang with me for just a second. His name is Bernd Weisberger. And this guy is a stud. I, I, you know what? When I was reading up on this guy, I was like, there's no chance. He's plus 20,000. He's at the very bottom. He's at the very bottom. He has the highest odds, or I guess the lowest odds, however you want to put that, to win the Masters. And I'm like, okay, this guy's probably a bum. He's probably never even played in a major. Well, I go and do my research. This guy has seven European Tour wins, which is not nothing to laugh at. And or I guess it's nothing to laugh at. And he has two Asian Tour wins. And get this. So he's played in the Masters five times. That's a lot for a guy sitting at plus 20,000 odds. He's played in the Masters five times. And you're thinking, oh, you know, he's probably missed the cut every single time. Nope, never gotten cut from the Masters in his five appearances. Not only that, 
but he has two top 25 finishes in those five appearances. So again, burned Weisberger at plus 20,000 to win the Masters. I love this guy. This guy's going to make a deep run. I believe he's an Austrian golfer. He's, he's going to make an absolute run at this thing. But that's all I got for the Masters, at least for now. I know we'll talk about it a little bit later. Is there anything Masters-wise or golf-wise that you wanted to talk about or any, any dark horses that you have? No, that shit puts me to sleep. You know, my guy uh, <laughs> has always probably been – damn, I don't even know his name because he's so garbage. True, true. Well, but uh, I oh, wanted yeah, to – It can't be Tiger. You know, Tiger ain't playing. Yeah, well, I mean, he should be getting an Uber driver next time. But uh, I want to switch <laughs> over to the floor of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. I'll have you kick it off then. Yeah, I got I got to do it to you. I'm sorry. I was rooting for you, but I owe Desuanu. I always pronounce his last name wrong, but the Illinois uh, guard, man, you can't take those pictures like Kobe and then lose to a bitch with herpes. You just can't do that, especially yeah, on the yeah. national stage. 23% of all brackets had Illinois winning it all. Jeez, OP. That's insane. Obviously, we were in that category. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of leads me into my LaFleur of the week, and it's my bracket. I don't know what the hell happened to my bracket. It's not my fault. I'm going to sit here and claim innocence. This is not my fault, okay, people? You have to understand – my bracket kind of has a mind of its own. And when I'm filling this thing out, I just black out. I black out completely. It's all subconscious. And my bracket kind of took a mind of its own this year. And it's been absolutely crushed. So my bracket is the floor of the week for me. Uh, is there anything else that you got for the podcast? I know, um, you know, we talked a lot about just really, I guess, uh, you know, college basketball in this pod. But again, it is March Madness. But is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, uh, sticking to March Madness, I probably should have done this earlier, but we have a new segment, you know, People's Poll of the Week, where we run some Twitter oh, yeah. polls. And the one this week was by far the craziest one. I asked, is Oregon State going to make the Final Four? It got about 2,000 votes. 48% said yes. Jeez. So, I mean, America's high on Beaver, for sure. Yeah, they love Beaver. They love Oral. It's going to be a crazy finish. We're definitely, you know, it's just going to be good to watch this thing play out. Hopefully that I don't have to see that old herpes bitch anymore. Hopefully she loses or they lose and that big hamburger dude, but it's going to be a great finish. I'm excited to see what happens. Sweet 16. It's getting down to the wire. I mean, it just feels like not too long ago, we were sitting here talking about the preseason AP top 25 when I clowned Michigan for, for, you know, getting in at 25. I said they were trash. It was all it was all for money. It was all for ratings. Obviously, I look like a clown right now. And if, if Michigan does win this thing, I'm going to do some deep digging and I'm going to find that clip and I'm going to expose myself. But other than that, that's all we got for this week's episode. Uh, we might be back before the weekend, before the weekend slates. It's going to depend on kind of other news going on. I know we talked a lot about college basketball this episode, but again, any big news comes up, you'll see another podcast from us. Other than that, we'll see you next week. And is there anything else you wanted to add to the listeners? Yeah, stay tuned for giveaways. Normally, I have listener of the week. I got hater of the week. We had a bitch, uh, Lisa Harrison, on Twitter. She was mad over a Oral Roberts, OJ Simpson mean. Get over <laughs> yourself, dumb bitch. You want a bag of dicks. Okay, fair enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment on that. But fair enough. Um, other than that, guys, we love you for listening. Make sure to follow us on on social media. And until next time, guys. Peace out. We'll